Greetings, and welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redoctopus Shuffle Podcast. Yeah! The only show that celebrates all things that made growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriate Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee, which is, in case you don't know, coffee to die for. Wait, is it coffee to die for? It's coffee to die for. That's what I've heard. It's coffee to die for. I've, I've, I've heard that on the street of us. The street we, of we, us. The street of we. Yeah. Us Avenue. Our own street team. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. You know it. I am your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and with me as always are my gummy, chewy... Gr- oh, that's gross. Anyway, our <laughs> cohorts... Boss Rush Mode. Come on, how chocolatey can it taste? Yo! Damn, pretty fucking chocolatey. Parasite Steve. What a snack! Snack a quack. Quack a snack. Nintendo. Fresh from the sewers to you. Diarrhea. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, wait, hey, that's not diarrhea. That's Nintendo. <laughs> no, they, they sound the same. I know. What, what are you saying? That they're often mistooken for each other? <laughs> no, that you mistooken. You oh, did the mistookening. I've done did the mistookening. The mistookening. The mistookening 2020. <laughs> so today. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> The Happening. The Mistookening. The Mistookening. <laughs> the Shitning. God, that's pretty much indicative of most of his movies. Anyway, <laughs> so here we are today to talk about um, some some old snacks, some some snacks from beyond the grave, yeah. the way back snack attack, as we like to call yeah. this. Not snacks that you've had sitting around for a while. No, they're not it, that kind of old right. snack. <laughs> not like expired. We're talking not on the shelf no more, or at mm. least haven't been for quite some time. Uh, so we are going to each kind of talk about a few of the snacks that we really enjoyed when we were growing up that you can't buy anymore. And we thought it would be just kind of fun to throw that subject out there. At least I thought it would be fun. Yeah, because if, like if we all say you know, Twinkies and Snickers, I mean, who cares? Like, right, you know, right, you know, we right. Get it. Twinkies and Snickies aren't aren't any big deal. But, you know, you start talking about, you know, like, I don't know. Stuff. Like stuff mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about. Yeah, It's fun. So, uh, you know, I, I'd like to get into this without much further ado. Um, so I'll, I'll start things off. You know, let, let you guys... Oh, I wish you would. Let you guys gather your thoughts. Because I know, you know, there's a lot of thoughts to have here. Gather. We're shit. about to cease the ado. We're, we're, we're about to uh, boop boopy doop And I, I don't know if we should really mention this, but uh, if maybe you can tell that the quality of our show has uh, improved. I hope to God it's improved because we just went through an ordeal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just get everything working again. And by we, I mean Steve and Joe. Uh, we we are we are on a on a test sort of a you know pattern back in the studio. Yep. Yes. So I'm also holding my microphone. That is he true. Is. I'm <laughs> literally <laughs> fucking holding it. And my that's mic stand. not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The microphone is not my penis. That is the hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, the microphone is so, my hammer. So yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna try this out. I mean, I think it's gonna go. Smashingly, I'm yeah, we're just just saying, Smashing. like we, you know, it's a decent sized room. We're all kind of keeping our distance, and yeah. you know, we're facing different directions, and you know, we're we're being responsible. I mean, I'm about looking it, right at Joe, but we well now ah. you've turned your head, so yeah. <laughs> but uh, we all have so some distance. We're gonna, we're gonna see. It. We're gonna see how this goes. But yeah, we uh, thought we'd give it a give it a shot. Absolutely, it'll be fun, and we have we have some upcoming episode ideas that would really benefit from in person. So let's figure it out now. You know, let, let's right. iron this out now. Yeah. 
It's light. So right? and, and we are in Massachusetts, who is, you know, uh, d- doing uh, very well, doing comparatively. Okay. Doing okay for the country And we're, that's we're not. all being very smart. Just that we're all proponents of masks and, you know, still doing all that good stuff. I have my mask. Being smart. Yes, that's true. <laughs> we brought we brought our masks and then realized that podcasting with them would probably be stupid. Yeah, we're going to all be a really hot. We'll be like mumbling with our mask on. And so, <laughs> we're far <laughs> enough <laughs> apart. We're far enough so we're, apart. Yeah, we're, we're going to... We're just saying we're trying it out, but uh, you know, wear those masks, folks, and don't masks. be dumb. Wash your damn hands. Wash your wash damn, those hands. damn hands. Don't wash your damn feet. <clears throat> That's right. I, what, what do you mean? How do you? Know, why? What do you say it like that? Wash your damn feet. You assume like I have dirty feet. I mean, I have dirty, dirty foot. Feet. Clean it up. Orbits. <laughs> foot gum. No matter what. <laughs> <laughs> foot <gum>. fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> foot fabulous. Foot gum. Steve, don't knock the sword off foot the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Greg and I I mean I knocked the sword off and then Greg tried to help me it put you. it back on and none of us knew how mm-hmm. <laughs> the sword is also not a euphemism no <laughs> no it's a literal sword it is a literal sword guys you want to talk about snacks <clears throat> sure. sure let's talk about snacks that's why we're here after okay. all we've been a doing long enough we have been we've even been though, though we said enough. we were going to start right, a couple I'm gonna times tr- I'm going to truck through so guys everybody knows about Dunkaroos right mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. love but Donka Dunkaroos Dunkaroos mm-hmm. all right to my thighs all every you know 12 one of those 12 crackers that were in there so Dunkaroos were a product created by Betty Crocker in 1990 and I mean these were just uh, these were like a lunchroom Classic. She created them personally. Yeah. She did. Betty did it herself. I mean, yeah. th- these were a staple of the 90s. They're like, Betty, we've come to you with this and, idea. And I mean, I don't know about you guys. Like, it was, for me, it was always about the rainbow chip, like rainbow sprinkle frosting with like the gra- the cinnamon graham crackers. Okay. But these apparently came in a ton of flavors. So they had vanilla frosting with chocolate cookies, chocolate frosting with graham cookies, strawberry frosting with vanilla cookies, rainbow sprinkle frosting with chocolate chip graham cookies. And I don't know. There, I feel like there was a chocolate, chocolate one, but th- uh, this list I found did not list that. And licorice. And licorice, which only came out in Australia. <laughs> the worst. Uh, the worst of all Dunkaroos. Wow. Dunkin', no thank you. So, uh, yeah. That was a joke, right? It was a joke. Yeah. Okay, no licorice. It was a Dunkaroos. Dun- that was, was, a, like, it was a Dunkaroos. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dunkaroos. Because then I was not sure if it was the, the cracker or the frosting that was flavored. Boss Rush is so funny. Dunkaroos, like, oh, misleading you. <laughs> God damn it. I can't even follow that up. Fuck. Okay. So, the original mascot was a, uh, as you might know, kangaroo named Sydney, a caricature of modern Australian culture. Who wore a hat, a vest, a tie, and spoke with an Australian accent, and was voiced by John Cameron Mitchell at the height of their popularity in 1996. That was, that was pretty good. Well Thanks, man. I mean, not to Australians, I'm sure. No, I'm sure it was really <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Joe, to my, Joe, to my, uh, to your my imbecile probably... ears, it sounded pretty. It, it sounded all right. <laughs> Thank you. It was one of the impressions I was complimented on at one of my old jobs, for what it's worth. So. Thanks that one person. <laughs> Thanks that one. Guy. Thanks that one coworker. You're the best. Um, so uh, Dunkaroos peaked in their popularity at 1996. They had a contest known as the Dunkaroos Kangaroo Kangaroo Search, which needs a fucking breath mint to get through. Because holy shit, that's a mouthful. What? I, I mean, I'm I'm already tired of of smelling my own breath. Okay. After how much air I had to just gotcha. expel. Okay. I, I, um, <laughs> so the whole point was to make a new mascot. His name. They they found him. By the way, his name was Duncan, and uh, he was he was the mascot that I think most of us know. He was the the douchey looking kangaroo with the backwards hat and the you know the cool in the gang kind of <clears throat> jacket and just like this. 
He looked like Denver the last dinosaur as a kangaroo. Yeah, he yeah. was he was just like, you know, <laughs> sure. he was there, whatever. So they had Duncan, he's cool. Um, the cookies were shaped like a bunch of random fucking crap, like hot air balloons. <laughs> uh, uh, Toasters. Sir, yeah, no, hot air balloons. Uh, the mascot in random different poses, a big D in a circle. Okay. And then feet. <clears throat> Hmm. Do you need gum for these feet? Okay. You might. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you so, might. One of the cookies was a foot. <laughs> foot. Foot. Nice. Feet. Feet. Hey. To that, don't I smell my nigh. feet. My feet are stinky. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> you go and do something. They down. smell so bad. All right, so uh, to get to the point of all this isn't it? the product was discontinued. Aww. In uh, 2012, but it was continued to be sold in Canada. So get this. Listen to this fucking ad campaign. In 2016, General Mills announced a campaign called Smuggleroos, which encouraged Canadians traveling to the United States to bring the snack over the border to Americans. who. Oh, that sounds very illegal. Like... Rather than selling it in fucking America, you're going to advertise to Canadians to smuggle it across the board. Like, think about how, sell it here. Think about how many apologies you're going to get. They're going to feel so bad. Canadians are so polite. And they're going to feel so bad at all times. They're like, you're like sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's hilarious. I wish I was aware of that. But also 2016, like not that long ago, weirdly. Um, in Although December, it feels in some ways like Many lifetimes. (laughs) A lifetime ago or two, you might say. December 2019, Dunkaroos were brought back unofficially by Nestle. I always thought that accent was weird. Is it Nestle or Nestle? It's it's Nestle. But why is the accent there? Tough to trip you up. Because French people would pronounce that Nestle. Because the umlaut would have looked dumb. That's an accent aigu. Um, anyway, so uh, Nestle brought them back with a chocolate hazelnut flavor, uh, which Boss Rush Mode would hate. Yeah, I would hate that. Hate Rush Mode. Um, <laughs> the biscuits are shaped like Boss kangaroo. Rush. Ra- Boss Rage Mode. Rage Boss m- Rush, no thanks. Hazelnut sucks. Hazel- <laughs> hazelnut <laughs> sucks, but fuck. Tastes like dirt. Dirt. Dirt cream. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> which is different than toe gum. Toe gum. Uh, so the biscuits were shaped uh, like kangaroo. Like a, okay, I, as long I as they know. weren't flavored. They like were kangaroo, kangaroo biscuit shaped biscuits. Uh, and they were only available in Australia. <laughs> kangaroo uh, biscuits. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, like cow, cow pies. Yeah. And horse plop. And Buffalo chips. Buff chips. Buff chips sandwich. Buff chips. Uh, so yeah, this was only available in Australia. And uh, Nestle does not have the right to sell Dunkaroos worldwide, so they only had one market. So, in February 2020, uh, a BuzzFeed article was published claiming that General Mills had had exclusive information for them regarding a return of Dunkaroos. And then a Twitter account appeared, which lit the internet on fire emoji. And then they decided to re-release Dunkaroos during the summer of 2020. Now, Dunkaroos were originally sold in boxes of six. You had a six pack, you know, each pack was like, you know, maybe eight to ten cookies and the little thing of frosting in there. So in their re-release for 2020, uh, you can only buy the Dunkaroos in packs by the each. Ah. Like you pay for one thing. Oh, my God. What a normal original Dunkaroo box had six of. You are now buying 
Just one. One item of buy the each. Oh my god! And, oh, the same, for the and, same price. Well, no. well, <laughs> yeah. no. But I mean, it, it ends up being way more if because you get six. because the fucking <clears throat> yeah. the things have sold out so fast that basically there's a huge resellers market for these goddamn oh, Dunkaroos oh, now. Geez. Yeah, they and if that you, good. I know. And if you look up Dunkaroos, is this on, a, like, a Nintendo product? It's it's <laughs> right. I mean, it's stupid <laughs> because it's like I liked these so much as a kid. But ultimately, it was Betty Crocker, Rainbow Chip Frosting, and Cinnamon Graham Crackers. That's delicious, but it's not anything to go crazy over. But people are selling them on eBay for 3 and $4 a piece, like per individual one. Ugh. I saw a lot today for 12 of them was $50. Oh, my God. No, thanks. Dude, $50. you can make frosting so cheap. You can that just... Would be- 10 million times better is that you if you don't even want it to be better just go fucking buy betty crocker frosting (laughs) in a thing of teddy grams and you're there it's It's the same fucking thing oh my god so no wow so people are crazy and that's the end of my story but (laughs) dunkaroos were really good i did really like yeah i liked them too so this new resurgence of it is like this sucks like this isn't this isn't really them coming it's, back. No, this it's a middle like, finger. It's a middle finger, and it's like a designer candy, designer yeah. snack. Like, yeah. ooh, yeah. oh, four dollars for a for like a single pack. I'm like, that's dude, pure sugar. On. I mean, it's just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know, I will say that I think the Dungaroos have been mentioned probably more than any other snack on the Retro Book Group. They, I feel like they they yeah. come up every well, once that, in a that's while. That's how I found out about the resurgence was people on on uh, the Facebook page. So you know that was mm. pretty cool. And I was totally gonna buy a box, but then I found out the deal, and right. you had to like waitlist your name for fucking ever just to get two or two of them or whatever. I'm right. like, this is yeah. stupid. Even Marcus was having for like four hundred dollars each. Yeah, no shit. I gotta go to the Natick Mall for this crap. <laughs> yeah, throw in an extra hundred dollars and I could buy a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb. Um, so I am gonna pass the torch right along to uh, Boss Rush mode hi that's me hi boss oh hi what up son oh well i have well dad (laughs) i've got a delicious thing that you can't buy anymore at least not that i'm aware of that i used to get all the time when i was a kid and that was a long ass time ago because i'm not a kid anymore because you're an old ass i'm an old ass kid piece of shit I still act like a kid, though. But uh, I'd like to talk about Choco Bliss. Mm, Choco yes. Bliss. These were introduced. I mean, I, don't, I could not find like exact dates on this at all. So I'm assuming it came out in like probably like the early '80s, mid '80s, and then probably didn't, didn't even last until the '90s. If if anything, maybe the early '90s at the latest. Mm. But uh, I used to get these all the time. Uh, back when I was like 13, 14 years old, I'd had a, a paper route, and I'd you know walk around a few blocks, and like around, around the three quarters mark. I would walk past, you know, a, like a convenience store, and I would always go in there and buy a Choco Bliss, you know, to kind of give me that little, that little gusto for that last bit of the, the, uh, the oomph paper for the last yeah. quarter there. Little bit of that That's sugar awesome. rush, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what these were, it was like, um, it's similar to what zingers are today, except like a trillion times better. You have like, you know, you have a, the chocolate cake, then you have like a layer of like chocolate cream, another chocolate cake on top of that and then top that off with chocolate icing jesus christ yeah. i would have loved these it i would have loved these freaking amazing oh, yeah those uh, are so good according yeah. to the package it's a chocolate lover's dream it is i definitely should have dreamt about the chocolate lover yes <laughs> so yeah, good these were so fucking good. yeah zingers are not like i mean they're not bad right they're okay but they're a pale comparison yeah though. Right, you know, like they probably had to factor out X amount of cocoa. They're like, we can't have there be this much real chocolate in yeah. these guys. This is too expensive. And yeah. you know how, like, you know, Susie Q's are like 
all right, it's got the two chocolate cakes and like a layer of like the vanilla cream frosting in the middle. Mm. But like the cakes themselves are like oily and gross. Mm, yeah. Then you yeah. have the exact opposite. You got the Sahara Desert of the Devil Dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I can right. put an entire fucking Devil Dog in a glass of milk, <laughs> and the Devil Dog you is turned to powdered milk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It uh, dries the milk out. Yeah, you come back and it's just like sitting in white dust. Yeah, it's god. it's oh, oh god, Jesus Christ! Yeah, you get but like you know Choco Blitz. I mean, of course they even if they brought them back, they probably wouldn't make them as good as they did no. thirty years ago. So right, yeah, I'm sure they change matter. the recipe somehow, right? And make it just so abysmally leave out cheap. like nine tenths of the sugar. Right, exactly. Yeah. The but sugar back the in the day, because these were us. the most the amazing shit. fucking god, things. Damn, I, wish I, I love could these. Go back so and have one of these. I wish I could too, man. I would. I would pay. Fifty dollars for a box. Yeah, of these. I'd go to Neiman, Neiman Marcus and spend four hundred bucks <laughs> just to get another like a real honest to god one. I would give me that. Fix. Just to give you that last little zing for the rest oh. of your year. You yeah. the rest yeah. of your yeah. walk. A little little bit of bliss. Oh, yeah. Man. All right. Just do so it. Fucking good. All right. Sweet. That sounds delicious. <clears throat> N- Nintendo. Nintendo Hosef. Nintendo Hosef, you got the touch. Nintendo Hostess. I'm a Nintendo. Nintendo Hosef. Oh, those were those actually were hostess. I said the same. That was a hostess product. Did you say that? What's that? Choco Bliss. That was a hostess product. I believe so. Hostess. Hostess. Hostess with the most. No, it was. I'm looking at the picture. He's verifying. Okay. Yeah, you you sent us a picture earlier. That is a big ten four good buddy. Yeah. Nintendo Hosef. Okay. So yeah. I am picking shark bites. Nom. Whoa! Wait, like that really good podcast Maybe. hosted by our buddy Patsy or PJ, the angry nerd, as he now Patrice. So is that name change legal? By the way, <clears throat> I, I want. Oh, know. I'm sure. I mean, he's he's on the straight and narrow. He swims on the straight and yeah. narrow. That, Patrice, that the Patsy. angry geese. Good for him. <laughs> Patrice, the angry geese. Is that what he said? That's he. That's he. <laughs> so it's his, his podcast has been called Geese Honks. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so shark bites. Uh, I fucking this, loved these. Yeah, these are so good. Yeah, I remember these. This is the, the, the kind of candies where I had to use my front teeth to chew on because oh my god, that's because they would funny. always if I chewed on on the side, of my my mouth. Yeah, they would get stuck. Yeah, the, where oh my god, that's oh, super funny. Yeah. I did the same yeah because they're like they're like gummy fruit snacks. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but like yes. really soft. They weren't like you know, they weren't they like were, the gummies where you had to chew them like to death. Like you yeah, were not gonna just bite through soft. them. Yeah, they're they were very, really good. They're very soft and malleable. Mm. Oh, I don't know. So yeah, so they they are a fruit snack produced by Betty Crocker. BC. BC. Patrice. The product <laughs> consists of several individual gummy candies, all oh. of which are in shapes like a shark. Sharks. 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 Northeast America. Yes. Yes. What flavors did they have? Uh, let's see. They had poor flavor. They had a thresher <laughs> no, and mako and tiger. <laughs> no, bone flavor. They, they had a hammerhead. Six gill. They had a hammerhead flavor. Hammer. Thresher. <laughs> dog fish. Patchy in a hoodie. <laughs> All the good flavors. Tiger. Uh, upper tiger, tiger. Tiger apricot. Upper butt. <laughs> tiger upper butt. Tiger cut. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there was what? So, they had orange, red, yellow, purple, and white. What flavors are I don't, the You other can assume. I, I actually I assume thought you were listing the flavors because you started, you started with orange. <laughs> and then you threw me well, for a orange, 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 orange. And then red, white, purple. It's like orange. Purple is grape. Orange is the yeah, color. Like like grape is like. What purple or yeah or like something like berry or, is yeah. purple yeah. berry berry I red. like berry this is my pet berry my berries flavors so 
So like, uh, I I remember the white shark being like great, exciting, and it was yes. great. <laughs> yes, like yeah. like opening up a package and getting the white. Like I was always the most excited for those because they looked different. Right, they weren't they weren't see through, and the and the the texture was different too. Well, yeah. that was and and the great white shark was not like in the initial release. They added it, and it was like an ad campaign sort of a thing. They're like, "No, see what's lurking in shark bites." They're great white, and it was. Oh like, my god, it's so funny to think yeah. about snack like fruit snacks having promotional like exciting. Cam- it's like DLC for a video game, but for a fucking <laughs> pouch of well, fruit so, snacks. So the thing was that they weren't in every. They, there were great whites. <clears throat> In every box, but not necessarily in every pack. Every pouch. Right. So right. you could get one that day for lunch, and you're like, "Oh, I didn't get a great white." But when you did, it was like, "Oh, you just, you just." Did they? Did they yeah. ever come you out just with? Uh, are the coolest kid ever? Did they ever come yeah. out with the "Oops, all white"? Uh no. That sounds a little racist. Oops. <laughs> oops. No, you oops. thought it was going to taste bad, but oops, it's oops, all, all white. white sharks. <laughs> it's all white. I mean, it's all white. It's not it's great. It's all white. It's not great white. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's all white. <laughs> oops, all white sharks. Oops, all white sharks. Oops, all white fish. Right. No salmon here. Um, There's also a, a tiger shark in there, too. Oh, no, like, was that was like another, a temporary thing. That was yeah, another so promo like, shark? Yeah. Yeah, was, was, it like, was it striped? Yeah, yeah. It was oh, like it was like it, it was, was yellow and brown, right? Yes, yeah, something like that. Holy crap! I totally remember, remember that. that. Yeah, it yeah, was the like, only like, one that had like a texture to it, right? It was. I, I don't remember. I, I feel I like the they tiger. were all a solid color, but this one was was a. Different I do remember texture. the great white being. All yeah, white. that it was more opaque. Yeah. yeah, right. It wasn't. It wasn't translucent. The other ones yeah, weren't like was, clear, like a gummy bear either. They were a little cloudy. No, but, but the, they were, the great white was like a solid white. Light would go through them, but the the great white was just. I don't know. It was more. The solid. great white looked like an eraser. A delicious, delicious. I was actually eraser. mentioning these to uh, to Mrs. Parasite, and she was saying that um, she actually remembered that there was a like a Scooby Doo fruit snack that had oh my a God. similar. Yep. Uh, like it was like a solid blue yep. Scooby Doo piece that was in some of them. Oh And she man. she said her her like kid mind was a hundred percent blown because she's like, how do they even do this? Because like fruit snacks just didn't look like that. Because fruit snacks like were rampant, and I believe they started with uh, fun fruits. Fun no. fruits, uh, they were just, they yeah, weren't shaped no. like anything fun. They were just little. <laughs> it was like taxes. They fun like, wasn't referring and to like that. Little, and bills. I feel like they were like little lemons. They were like little lemon drops. Lemons sorta. are fun. Uh, it depends. On when life gives you lemons, you make, you lemon, make lemon cake. Lemon cake, yep. Uh, but they, uh, but fun fruits like took off and they were in all different flavors. That was just, so you would buy like a flavor of fun fruit and that was the box so oh. orange grape raspberry and then they started That's to not fun. come up with like all these ideas and they were fun shapes and they were all mixed and anyway and i know so you said betty crocker and i know that they became betty crocker because we were looking at yeah. pictures uh off my uh eight bit and i were talking about this and he's like oh i think they're they're betty crocker, betty crocker. and i'm like no they were put out by a uh, fruit corner and, and I was like, Fruit and Corner, he's what like, the no, hell is you're, that? you're stupid. I'm like, no, you're you're ugly. And I <laughs> said, <laughs> and I said, fine, let's slap on it. So we slapped each other. And a I bunch. punched him in the dick. And then I slapped him in his eye. And and I still won, but I can't see anything. Um, but at least I won't. I have blood. a strong dick. It's not even phased. It was. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't. I Patsy, don't. So. Patsy, don't. 
if you say just so. don't just okay. don't just don't, don't go there but uh <laughs> but anyway we were we we're actually both right the uh, the initial run the old boxes from the isn't 80s isn't that the best when you're were, both right yeah we it was definitely fruit corner yep and actually i remember another uh contemporary fun fruit type snack that was also put up by food fruit corner at the same exact fruit time <laughs> so fruit there was corner. i don't know which came first but i know they were out around the same time or at the same time so it was fr- there was shark bites and then there was uh thunder jets and Thunder, Thunder Jets. Jets was let me check that name. The name yeah, of Thunder a Jets. Awesome. Yep. Fucking. Um, 80s they were all cartoon. just they were all just random jets that were real jets, like the F fourteen Tomcat and the blah blah blah. And the special piece was totally the Stealth Bomber. The Stealth Bomber. And the Stealth Bomber was bl- was like black or almost black or something like that. And it was was it, it was licorice? Like, so, and I remember no, it wasn't licorice. And and they said it was the same sort of was deal. It, it, was, it was it was more um, <laughs> it was more like opaque. And um, in the Perfect. ad, they were like, "It's so secretive," or something like that. It's so secretive, it doesn't even appear in every pack. Ooh, so secretive, it. even mom doesn't know about it. Like, what's what are you eating there, Jimmy? And you're like, is that a stealth bomber? And he's like, No. no. It's nothing. It's drugs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, as long as it's not like a totally secretive stealth bomber gummy. Yeah, you, know, you don't have clearance for that question, Ma. <laughs> Jeez, like, Mom. It's like one of those things you just lie just because it's easy to explain. If you just, it's just something that you'd normally have bad. Like like when I'm watching ASMR videos, my wife walks by like, what are you watching? Oh, it's, it's porn. It's porn. Don't worry right, about it. It's porn. Because <laughs> trying to explain that I'm watching somebody whisper into my ear sweet nothings about getting a haircut is weirder <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> than me telling you I'm watching porn. I'm just watching this chick get railed. That's all. Right. No, Don't worry like, about it. She's like, okay, like, I mean, like, you know, I figured you'd do that later, but like, whatever. Like, not weird. Yeah. Weird is harder to explain. All right. So, um, so shark bites. So, Steve. <laughs> transition. I know, right? I nailed, it. I nailed it. I really stuck the dismount. So, Parasite, Steve, let's hear about your snack favorite. Sure. So, this one um, is a snack that actually Smiles uh, haunted back me fish. forever. Oh, no. I couldn't have this for the longest freaking time. And,. Finally, uh, thanks to the Google box, it was it was figured out. Um, this is a snack called Peanut Butter Boppers. They were put out by the General Mills, the General Mills Company, uh, in the mid to late '80s. I couldn't find exact dates, uh, and they were, as the package says, uh, creamy peanut butter logs rolled in chopped peanuts and crisp rice. There were five flavors. They were Death by Peanuts, Fudge Chip, Honey Crisp, <laughs> Cookie Crunch, and Fudge Graham. Wait, um, did you say Fudge Bear? Fudge. You would you would know if you were listening instead of fudge just worrying about no, timing on your pops. You, you laughed during the last lesson. Uh, fudge Graham. F- oh, Fudge, fudge Graham. Fudge Graham. Fudge Graham. Um, yeah, so uh, even though... Uh, so, yeah, basically it's like a candy bar. They yeah. were individually wrapped... Uh, and it's just this massive peanut butter center that's this massive, like, core uh, of it's, peanut it, butter. It's basically yeah, like a string it. cheese made out of peanut butter. Yeah, I remember these yeah. being really good. I, yeah. like, oh, I yeah. like these a lot. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, but the funny thing is, yeah, I loved these. I thought they were freaking amazing. The packaging was really cool. It looked very 50s. Um, it, and it did, yeah. It was the neon. It, yep. Really, really cool stuff. Like, I... I loved these. I always remember these. I always remember the commercial. It's very bizarre. Um, but anyway, so yeah, but for years I could not remember what the hell they were called. Uh, but so even though they were clearly um, candy bar, that, like that's just what like, it is. No. I mean, I think you would buy them in a box and they had like so many in the box, but they were individually wrapped totally like candy bars. They were actually 
Um, they were marketed as a part of the wholesome food category. <laughs> Wow. Uh, as part of uh, General Mills Nature Valley line uh, yeah. and put in the supermarket right next to their granola bars. That's what I, I saw that Literally, it, was, it was put up by was Nature marketed Valley. as a wholesome snack. And let's be real. I mean, Nature Valley these days has some pretty not wholesome snacks, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, this is, this like, is like, this is right. purely yeah, just, just pure candy. peanut butter and chocolate. And, you know, I guess there's no oats. There's no granola. Rice. Like, to, like. I feel like every Nature Valley thing needs to have some amount of granola or oats or something mm. in there. Like, even if it's covered in chocolate. At least 4%. Right. Yeah. At least 4%. Mm. Uh, pretty funny. But, uh, so, yeah, the commercial is just kind of weird. There, You can easily find it on YouTube. But it ends with this Does it go kid, peanut butter bop? Can, can I tell the story? Peanut butter bop. Does not. Uh, so, at the end of the commercial. More fun. Than uh, it ends bit. with this little kid. And he takes a bite out of one. And then just holds it in his mouth for way too long and does not chew and is clearly just waiting for them to yell cut so he can spit it out. A hundred percent. Watch that. Watch the end scene. And when he, he takes... He didn't like it? He, he looks like he, he he's acting. That little kid is acting his ass off. He is selling. That he lo- his acting. eyes tell me that he loves this thing, but he doesn't better actually than sucking up the, the family thing. dog even. And clearly, like they hung on the, the kid way too long, so it's like, like I think they thought he was gonna chew and swallow, and then they just went with it. But but literally the end of it, the the music in this commercial is completely bizarre, sound effects and zaniness, and it just ends with they they say one last time they're like peanut butter boppers, what a snack, and then there's like a duck sound. So it's like <laughs> peanut butter boppers, what a snack. <laughs> and it's just it, and that, it's the weirdest thing because it's rhyming. The quack with the word snack, but he doesn't. <laughs> but say. it's a real quack. Yeah, real ducks quack. don't sound like quack. <laughs> he just quacks. It just sounds like. <laughs> was their mascot a duck ever? No, it was not. It was nothing. It wasn't Boppy the the peanut butter duck. It was not. Um, my my last thing on peanut butter boppers, uh, besides the fact that I wish they would come back, is they literally are delicious. And there are uh, actually recipes people have figured out like how to make them, and stuff because it seems there, easy enough. There is yeah, it does. But there is a community for like everything. So there are obviously there's a community for, for how to make a wall peanut turkey. butter boppers. Um, <laughs> the, the snack. Uh, there was a scene in uh, the uh, classic '80s vampire flick, The Lost Boys. Of which uh, Boss Rush is not a fan of. Shouts it's the hazelnut of movies. Um, so People there's spread a, it on there's everything there's a, there's you a, hate Can it. I tell yes. the story? No. There's a grandfather <laughs> in that movie, and he uh, appears, you know, intermittently. Grandpapa. And he has a special shelf in his refrigerator. Oh, Jesus. That he yells at other people in one part, and he's like, he's like, no, the second shelf is only for me. It's where I keep my root beer and double thick Oreo cookies. Nobody touches the second shelf but me. And uh, on that shelf, you can see there's actually a box of uh, peanut butter boppers. PB bops. Yeah, what a snack! What a snack! What a what a dick of a grandpa. So immortalized forever in the Lost Boys. I definitely remembered the snack. I never got to have it, but when I saw the the ad for it after you had mentioned it, I was definitely remembering, encountering it, seeing. Um, but yeah, it's too bad. It's kind of weird that they discontinued it. Seems like it would be really good. Um, so moving on to some more peanut butter themed bullshit. Uh, so <laughs> I have uh, from 1992 by Nestle. Uh, by Nestle. 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 Nestle, the Loch Ness Monster. Um, Butterfinger BBs. 
Oh. Uh, now, these were, you know, I mean, every candy goes through a million different variants and crap, but the Butterfinger BBs were definitely one of the ones that I felt like were super advertised, really out there. Um, and they were essentially, you know, a a malted milk ball sized Butterfinger. You know, it's just like a little mm-hmm. ball of chocolate with the Butterfinger stuff on the inside. They were super popular at movie theaters. Um, they were, I think the main spokesperson was Homer Simpson. Like I mean, it was, was it was the Simpsons. he was he yeah, was yeah because I mean, it was he was Bart on the packaging. The Simpsons right. were, but Bart was like, like let go of my Butterfinger man, BBs, man. Don't lay a finger whatever. on my Butterfinger or some shit like that. Don't lay a finger yeah. on my BB. Yeah, I can't do Bart. I don't know. I can't get that nasal. You can eat my shorts, but not my Butterfinger. But not my BBs. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, I felt like these were the best way to eat a Butterfinger. Like it's it's how I feel about the the Nestle uh, Bunch of Crunch. Where you just have like a bunch of clusters of the Nestle Crunch bar rather than a whole bar. And uh, mm-hmm. this was the shit. I loved this. I always would like these at the movies, but they were discontinued in 2006. And uh, in 2009, the product was like sort of brought back, although I disagree. Um, they basically replaced them with Butterfinger Mini Bites. And the Butterfinger Mini Bites are just like, hey, we took a Butterfinger and chopped off just the last like inch. And then coated that one straggling side with chocolate and threw it in a bag. Uh, and so, in my opinion, they're way worse because they have sharp corners and they cause huge mouth damage when I eat them. Hmm. So, I don't want them. I want balls. <laughs> he wants balls. Balls <laughs> of peanut butter well, butterfinger. Well, those balls were pretty goddamn popular. Everybody wanted to put those balls in their mouth because then every single candy bar that there existed came out in ball like, form. tiny ball form. Yep. Yes. Remember like, there like, was Almond Joy ones. Dude, and those like were good as hell. Yeah. The Kit Kats, the Almond Joys were, I think, the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Butterfinger BBs were wanting... They, they started something there, uh, but then they quickly left. And I was kind of bummed about that. Um, I did like those. In in doing the research for this episode, I found that a lot of snacks from the 90s are actually still around, which is crazy um, to think that like over the course of 30 years, you can still find things like gushers and fruit roll up and fruit by the foot and like mm. you know so many different things like mm-hmm. it's it's pretty nuts but uh butterfinger bb's did not stand the test of time i almost wonder if they got discontinued because of the name like it's almost like calling them like nestle bullets like <laughs> they're bb's i don't know it's kind of uh, weird yeah. right yeah. Yeah, maybe. they never they, i didn't see anything that mentioned that but it felt like it could be but like so, maybe but like maybe <laughs> Felt like maybe baby Butterfinger. So, uh, passing the torch right along, this peanut buttery torch to Boss Rush mode. Hi, it's me again. Hi, Boss. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. This hi, time, I would like to talk about the little little item that was made by the Keebler Company in the early 80s, or sometime in the 80s. The, the, the date's not clear. It just says 1980s. And this is uh, Magic Middles. Uh, Keebler Fudge Magic Middles, to be more specific. Ooh. Now, these these were freaking amazing cookies, and they were like, I mean, they weren't like, you know, you, you have like your typical cookie. It's like, you know, pretty flat, but this is obviously like raised more, mm-hmm. and it, they would look like a typical chocolate chip cookie from like a distance, but when you bit into them, the entire middle was just, just a big wad of fudge. <laughs> these were yep. fucking amazing. They packed that fudge in there so deep. Yeah, yeah, oh, my I God. Did. I would I would love having that Fudge packed. <laughs> I'd like to unpack uh, that fudge. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot. I, oh, I love unpacking to unpack it. There. I love unpacking that fudge. I love in my unpacking mouth. that fudge in my mouth. <laughs> you know, Damn. I uh, I did 
I did not remember these cookies until you showed us a picture, and I'm like, oh my god, it all came crashing back. I yeah. friggin' loved these. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wish they'd bring these back because these yeah. things are fucking yeah, delicious. Dude. Yep. Yeah, I'd never seen these. They almost, like you said, you, they look like a meringue. Like, like, like the, like the, well, the shape, size of like the, a, ver, the yeah, the basic shape of like a meringue drop, but like not a shitty meringue drop, a right. cookie. Yeah. Yeah. The shitty meringue drops. How are they? I kind of like meringue drops. Sure. <laughs> kind of. Unless it tastes yeah. not flavored meringue. Honestly, my my meme uh, only had meringue cookies at her house for the longest time, and I honest, I I grew to like them because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean, they're the cookies at Mammy's house. I have to like them, otherwise, I don't get to have cookies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. At first, it tastes like chalk, but it's not, you know you acquire the taste. But yeah. the, the beauty of it is when you bite into it, and it's yeah, it's like biting through styrofoam. But then it kind of starts to melt. Yeah, when and the saliva like, hits ooh. it, it kind of you know. Yeah, it's like takes kinda, on a different. I kind of like this I, weird I, I like too. melty I, mode. Yeah, no, yeah, I I, I do dig meringue yeah. from time yeah. to time. I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. Very cool. That's. I don't have any fun stories to go along with it. That's okay. That's okay. I also really good for those on eBay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Nintendo. Well then. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> my next puppy in the pantry and My next pick is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pie. Pie, you pie. say? Pie, pie, you say? It was sh- shaped like one of those uh, the fruit pies. Oh, the, like the Hostess fruit pies. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I um, still love those. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like too. nobody likes those. I uh, really I, like I those. Love I love those. The cherry one and the apple one. Uh, they are so, so the, these so were colored in <laughs> the are. in they the really same in, in like a like a greenish color. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the, just, the they, inside, like, we frosted the whole thing in green. Right. They did. They, yeah. They, I mean, they pretty much yeah, did. Right. We need to make it like a turtle shell. <clears throat> and uh, the inside was like a like a vanilla cream. So this came out in 1991. Oh, it's the year of my birth. That's right. It was considered as a one of the the rarest snacks from Hostess because they went through a 20 week period of like just. Trying out their ninjas oh, after oh, all, wow. and uh, each each package had had like different like boxes. Like you have like the four individual turtles each have their own box. Oh wow! And then, cool. and then they would have um, a group group shot of all of them together, and uh, some of them would come with like trading cards. Oh, that's cool! And all that stuff, yeah. So I I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. Like a, a reason to keep buying other than yeah. liking. Right. Other, other than, than the, giving the yourself tree, diabetes. I know, right? right. Other right. than, like, I need to force feed myself more vanilla pudding. I mean, the diabetes and... is, it should be the point. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's yes. why. That should be the main reason you get these. Yes. That's why. <laughs> we're gonna, let's not lose focus on that. I mean, if you're going to buy a host fruit pie, then that's what you're right. But, right. you know, there's nothing like a bunch of collectible cards to, you know, sit on your shelf and collect dust. For sure. Right. Yeah. To make you want to buy more shit. I mean, it, it made me want to buy more Burger King when I got Pokemon toys. I mean, it's the same deal. Right. I mean, you got to collect them all, right? Exactly. <laughs> you just got to gotta get all the gotta get all the bull crap. I got to. God. Oh, you must. You absolutely oh, must. Absolutely must. There is no alternative. So, like, I, I wonder if uh, these cards are on eBay. I was yeah, wondering yeah. that. Yeah, are they exclusive to the hostess or are they yeah, just like... So. Yeah, they're exclusive. Those, those are yeah. probably worth a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe. Hello. Maybe. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Vanilla Pudding Pie Series. Bossa Nova. Chevy Nova. Excellent. <laughs> Do you and like lactic? Do you like penicillin on your pie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was funny. Like, the turtles were so big, they literally made a turtle absolutely everything. They really did. Oh, yeah. And and for, like, I don't know, these green pies, they look so gross. I don't think I ever had them. Um, they definitely aren't as unappealing as the... Uh, the Jar Jar Tongue Lollipop. Jesus Christ. What? Oh. I've never heard that of this. That is not it, it's acceptable. It's like a toy Jar Jar, and he's sticking his tongue out, and the tongue is the lollipop. I'm not making it up. Oh, my God. It's also it's, not okay. It's like infamous for <laughs> it's being... It's totally not okay. Holy no, crap. It's, like, it's like, are you insane? Who came up with this? Why did you make I this? I need an adult. Oh, my God. <laughs> still. I still Jesus. need an adult. Jesus wow. Christ. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, well, on that note, um, Parasite, Steve. <laughs> sure. I believe you have another. <clears throat> I have a uh, a snack called. Uh, it's a it's a variation on a popular theme. I'm gonna do fruit and cream Twinkies. Yum. Um, now, hmm. yeah, I think I don't know if they're. Uh, if you can buy strawberry Twinkies today, but I always just assumed these were called strawberry Twinkies. Um, and specifically, there was a very short uh, point in time. It was like 1988. They came out. They did not last long. I couldn't find a date for when they went out. When when they stopped mm, uh, discontinued them. Yeah, when they discontinued them. But um, every everywhere that uh, every site that I could find any reference at all, which was actually not many. There's yeah. almost no information on these. Yeah, things. like snack Just history is said, tough. To yeah, find. but these these were way like the boppers. I found a lot of stuff. Okay. These were like a footnote. It's like it clear it, they made it. Nobody cared except me apparently, and that was it. So right now, if you buy like a strawberry Twinkie, the cream inside is strawberry flavored. So the cream itself is. Oh pink. yeah, yeah. But with fruit and cream Twinkies, what they did was they had you know you flip underneath. Um, a Twinkie, you see like the three injection sites. It's basically like where they <laughs> yeah. pump in the cream. The hypodermic yeah, 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 cream yeah. needles. Yeah. And the cream so, needle. <laughs> yeah. So they also had, so they had the regular cream, but they also had like this more jelly-like like, sort of a strawberry queen Ooh. cream. And, strawberry uh, queen. It was pretty great. Queeman? It was all white. <laughs> it was all queeman. It wasn't all white. It was wet. It was pretty great. It was mostly wet. No, um, so it was, in my opinion, freaking delicious. Uh, Definitely similar to like more like a pastry sort of a flavor. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I really liked them. Like a That's Danish. really all there is to say. Um, so I, you know, in trying to find stuff, I actually learned some stuff about about Twinkies just overall. Um, <clears throat> and I thought this was uh, really interesting. So obviously we all know Twinkies. Yep. Twinkie the kid. Um, so Twinkies weren't invented. I'm just going to read uh, from Wikipedia. Yeah, go right for now, it, man. Because this is what it says. Yeah, Wikipedia knows what's up. Um, Twinkies were invented in Schiller Park, Illinois, on uh, Illinois, Illinois, on uh, <laughs> it's April pronounced 6, Illinois <laughs> on April 6, 1930, by James Alexander Dewar, Dewar, I should say, a Canadian-born baker. Uh, for his, uh, he worked for a Continental Baking Company. He said, says that realizing that. Several machines that were used to make cream-filled strawberry shortcake sat idle when strawberries were out of season. Huh. So, Dewar conceived of a snack cake filled with, wait for it, Joe's going to love this one. Oh, yes. Banana cream. Ah! Ooh, I love that. Which Fuck. he dubbed the Twinkie. Um, Wait, Twinkies were originally banana cream? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so listen. So apparently the name also, I was wondering, I always wondered this. Apparently the guy saw a, or one of the, one of the ad people, not the guy who invented the Twinkie, but some, some other guy said that uh, it was named for a billboard he had seen in St. Louis for Twinkle Toe Shoes. And so Twinkle Toes just became Twinkie. 
Um, so that's weird. That seems like so whatever. random I mean, and irrelevant. Really, I mean, think of how many ridiculous nonsense words snacks and stuff are named after, like Snickers and just I don't know. There's right Twix. Kit Kat and Twix. I mean, I don't know. It's just none of it makes any sense. Not, none of it's weirder than Three Musketeers, though, in my opinion. Like, they're like, what are you going to name your, your, your candy bar? They're like, oh, I don't know, Three Musketeers. And they're like, what? Why? But that's a book about people sword fighting in France. Also, there's and, not and, even and three like, components to no, this no. fucking candy bar. No, it's, and, just, and, right. it's just it fluffy nougat. And there's not like, even oh, three I, things. I mean, I just, I just like Three Musketeers. It's a cool book. I was reading it last week. It's like, all right, well, I guess. <laughs> they, got, they got really fluffy feathers in their hats. Right. We got fluffy yeah. chocolate nougat. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it's just a good thing he, he wasn't reading The Old Man in the Sea or something. I don't know. That would have been a worse name. But anyway, so, um, so Twinkle Toe Shoes inspired the name Twinkie. Uh, so during World War II, the thing was that bananas were rationed and the company was forced to switch to vanilla cream. And the change proved popular. Thus, banana cream Twinkies were not widely reintroduced. Apparently, there's been many times over the history. Now, this is like going back to the 30s and 40s. Yeah, it's so crazy how long they've been were, around. Banana cream Twinkies were reintroduced, but never as a permanent thing. It was always like a promo thing, there and gone, sort of like, hey, it's throwback Coke or whatever. Um, it's the old Coke. Yeah. <laughs> With actual Coke in it. Yeah. So, uh, With banana so cream. Thought that was banana, pretty interesting. Cream Had Coke. no idea that original Twinkies were made That is cream. so interesting because yes. I would love I banana cream I am so Twinkies. glad that never stuck. Um, so, like, <laughs> just, so just to end it back with uh, the, the fruit and cream... I think that the the funniest thing is the name of this is is actually if because I found like I couldn't find a package but I found a flyer that was an advertisement for it and it is called Fruit and Cream Twinkies Strawberry. It's not called Strawberry Fruit and Cream Twinkies. So it, the way that it looks, strawberries on its own line. So it really appears that they were hoping gonna that it was going to take flavors, off and yeah. have more flavors. Mm. Right, like right, right. fruit and cream Twinkies, blueberry. Blueberry or fruit whatever. Fruit and cream Twinkies, banana berry. Yeah, whatever. Hazelnut. Fruit right. and cream Twinkies, <laughs> elderberry. Elderberry. Fruit and cream Twinkies. Your mother was a hamster. Gooseberry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it was just the one. It was only... Uh, and, and, you know, actually, I always kind of assumed that there was another flavor or something. That I don't they know, only like, sold at like but, Ocean State Job yeah, Lot. or something. But, but no, fruit and cream berry. It just—it was a flash in the pan. Nobody cared. I—I I personally loved them. I thought they were awesome. I remember having them in sixth grade specifically. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that. That's that yeah. is pretty neat. Pretty and I honestly never really grew up eating Twinkies. I always liked the store brand, like Golden Creams. Again, another uh, snack courtesy of Meme. But uh, much like uh, meringues, I grew to like. The, the golden cream so much that I, that I thought I was like oh I must like Twinkies and then I bought Twinkies and I'm like oh these are worse the golden creams just have way more sugar in them these are better <laughs> so I liked those a lot more um, that's awesome that's super fun I think that's all we have for our main segment here about mm-hmm. snackage does anyone else have a, yeah, a I mean, last uh, minute this is like a record for us lately a last minute edition guys right. guys I'm good we're turning, we're turning a leaf here so um you know, we, we've been talking to y'all about these snacks from Beyond the Green. The way back snack attack, as it were. Uh, but um, I would like very much to ask you about the Octoponder this for this week. Um, and that question is going to be, what is it? No, this does not have to be uh, defunct. It doesn't have to be extinct. It just has to, it just s- has to be a snack mm-hmm. that you remember having as a kid that you just 
fucking hated. It just has to suck. Yeah, it just, yeah I, it, I didn't want to step on your question, but it, so that's it why just, I, it I just hated. Right, it just has to suck. So it's it's any snack food that you remember as a kid, just being like, Bleh. like you would snack. not trade for this for anything. You would keep your broccoli. You would not trade for. It. Hmm. So we are going to go on a short break. And why don't you think about that? And we'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. That strange show, Throwdown Thursday, Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy, Three Guys That Horror, the new and improved Super Retro Throwback reviews the audio files 2.0. This is probably one of Dwayne's worst films. Yeah, he's allowed to have a tooth fairy every now and then, sure. Yeah, this is a tooth fairy and then some because it does not show the monsters tearing up buildings until the... last 20 minutes of the movie that that's what right. the game is it's fucking monsters tearing up a fuck a fucking city secret underground hideouts cinema with harrison smith dorks the podcast the dorkening black and white fright the wicked horror show subscribe to all these awesome shows anywhere podcasts can be found for more information check out the Ahoy adventurers, and welcome to the dungeon. I will be your captain, Ace Diceman. Join me and my first mate, Mr. Cooper, as we set sail on an amazing quest full of fun facts, funny jokes, and some high sea shenanigans. So climb aboard the Siren Song and let us spin you an epic tale. Look for the Epic Tales podcast on Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iTunes. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Hey, are you ready to do some bacon? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. All right, everybody, welcome back aboard. I had just asked you the octo-ponder this question, which is what a what is a snack that you would have not enjoyed as a child, as in it sucked, as in you would not have traded anyone in the lunchroom for it because you didn't like it. Certainly not your great white piece out of your shark Oh, absolutely not. I cherish the great white oh, my and God, the tiger shack. Every time. I would have cherished the bopper. I would have cherished this Choco Bliss. Oh. But I would not personally have cherished Fruit Roll-Up. Oh, my goodness. I am going to hmm. drop this microphone because uh-huh. I'm holding it. But I... <laughs> don't like fruit roll-ups that much because i always thought they would be so good based on the commercial i like the idea that you like peel out the shapes and they're fun and you know all these different themes they even had like i, I don't know there, there was all kinds of fun tie-ins and stuff with different shows and whatnot but the texture and, and the, the tackiness of the fruit roll-up was so much that like just you know biting into it was like 
trying to rip off like a sheet of plastic. Like I just <laughs> basically opened up like a, you know, like some kind of, kind of little ass. plastic toy <laughs> and the plastic bag I just decided was food afterwards. And I'm just like, <laughs> ah, like, you know, it just happens to be fruit flavored plastic. That kind of, that kind of reminds me of those, uh, those little candy drops that are on wax paper. Oh, the, you try the, to peel the, it off the and the a little medicine. bit of wax is on the bottom. Yeah. Fruit flavored plastic paper. Mean, yeah, the, yeah, the candy medicine with yeah. the paper yeah, on the yeah. paper. So fruit, oh, yeah, fruit flavored so plastic, you mean Twizzlers. Right. I also hate those, actually. Those those could be on oh, this I, list, too. I like Twizzlers. I do not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I do like fruit roll-ups, though. I do not. Uh, so I, I did used to like I do those. Not unanimous, I do not unanimously hate all Twizzlers. There are some I like, but I don't like the original. But yeah, fruit, fruit roll-up, I do not like. I love fruit by the foot. I would take that fucking like you know gummy take that fruit, entire foot fruit flavored tape. <laughs> I would rip the whole thing off, and then I would just like take the entire strip and just um um um. Oh, you don't um, even um, know. Oh, so good. <laughs> that was that was the right consistency. That was so good. All right. Um, who's next? Pick, pick. I don't I'll go. See, I don't see pick. All right. So mine is. Uh, I was actually gonna pick. Uh, Devil Dogs. Devil Doge. But we already racked on Devil Dogs, and I really can't say anything else because they are gross. And they're, they're dry as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sahara, Sahara, glass of milk Sahara Desert got none on that. So glass of milk. Um, doesn't help. I don't know about the Gobi, but Sahara. Uh, yeah, so so Cute. I'm going to go with uh, a candy. It's more of a candy than a snack, but I fucking hate these things. And that is Circus Peanuts. I love I them. It's like, I love what them. the They're hell? delicious. Who nope. came up with You're this? Wrong. They're like, okay, <laughs> we're going to shape it like a peanut. We're going to call it a peanut. It's going to be orange. It's going to be orange, but it's not peanut flavored. It's not orange flavored. It's banana flavor. The worst and banana. I just I just, <laughs> I just, just don't understand these things. And I can't stand anything that's like this weird consistency, like eating it, my teeth squeak. Oh, yes. oh I know you mean, I fucking cannot stand every bit of the circus peanut. So that's it. I just hate yeah, them. Yeah, Those they're, are they're, cool. I've always said they're the worst candy ever, uh, followed by Peeps. But like, I hate peeps too. I actually, yeah. hate peeps. Yeah, I hate peeps, but I hate circus peanuts. Just a if you put peeps in the microwave, at least they explode. Yeah. But the <laughs> circus peanuts, I genuinely enjoy. Like I, I like circus peanuts. I know I am in the one percentile. I hate watermelon, and I love circus peanuts. It, it, put it me is, on an island by like myself. Moxie. There are but, there are those people. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I totally enjoy them. And what and do I mean by those people? Those people who like circus peanuts. Oh yeah. But um, my mom loved circus peanuts, and she was the one who first had me try it, and I, I'm convinced that's why. But honestly, I think if they weren't banana flavored, I wouldn't like them. It's just because I friggin' love fake banana shit. Yeah. So uh, that's You're why like, I was all about them. Like Twinkies. you like the fake banana runts? Yeah. Oh, big, big fan. Uh, banana Laffy Taffy, <laughs> not as great, but I'll still eat it. Uh, Nintendo. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Snowball. Yes. Snowball. Yeah, I'm not a fan of these Fucking either. Fucking gross. Oh. They, they I, are another any, weird marshmallow thing. I hate thing. anything with marshmallow. Yeah, like fake. And like fake. I, like, I, I don't like even a like. marshmallow. I like real marshmallows. I, do. I do not care for marshmallows. Okay. Though. See, I like real marshmallows, yeah. but marshmallow in snack like, foods yeah, like Imitation this, marshmallow? Like, like the peeps so thing. Moon pies. Oh. In, the, in the combination oh, oh. with that and the coconut, is just. Yeah, I hate oh, coconut too. God. So snow, and I like coconut. Snowballs. And like, I still hate these things. Yeah. Snowballs are the number one candy I always thought looked appetizing like i i as a kid was like when i would see a lineup of snacks on the shelf i'm like those look good because they're just nice and round and it's all the coconut and the fun color and i'm like they look like they'd be so delicious and they're not i they're like, i never yeah, like it made them. me think of those like raspberry fingers which are in my opinion zingers the, the, oh the that's ra- a zinger so so that's a raspberry zinger which is unlike all of the other zingers okay so the raspberry zingers i love and and to me 
I would my entire life always want one of those. Friggin' of love those. I still buy because it's like it's like raspberry and coconut, and I just love it. And it's yep. unlike everything else. Yeah, and it's like I a Twinkie shape. Wicked yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah, snowballs not good. Yeah, so yeah, I remember they not, had they they were pink, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. They're, yeah. they're pale pink. They have like For chocolate no cake on the on the very inside, but there is a layer. Of of marshmallow and it's and then coconut on the outside. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, so biting gross. it just feels like this isn't food. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very foamy. It's yeah. weird. It's, it's weird as hell. I don't like foamy. It. Foamy. Yeah, it is. All right, boss rush. What you got? All right, I got something that apparently everyone else in the universe loves except for me, uh, and this is Nutella. Okay. I just fucking hate it. I, I remember like because I hadn't had this like all throughout my childhood. I only had this maybe like four or five years ago for the first time okay. and I was like oh you know what I've never tried this before and everyone loves it so much so I was actually kind of looking forward to it then I had it I'm like oh my fucking god what is wrong with the entire planet <laughs> you, so my, my mom also despises hazelnut oh, everything hazelnut involves she yeah my it. wife does too I, I think if I you do. don't like hazelnut that's it yeah, like, yeah. that's the it's flavor the, right and I mean like no amount of chocolate's gonna cover the hazelnut but I and it's love, not even good I love chocolate. it's like that cheap chocolate your grandmother would have in those like little uh, you know like aluminum foil The balls. aluminum foil wrapped oh, chocolate. Yeah, that's, that's been sitting there that's, that's older than you are. I describe that as like crappy Easter chocolate. Yeah. Like the same worst. Thing, like, same yeah, freaking yeah, thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that quality chocolate and hazelnut, which tastes like dirt. Yep. And it's like this like w- really weird, dry, pasty consistent. It's like, oh, everything about it is just horrific. Get the shit away from me. Get out of my, get out of my oh, toast. I'm gross, but I won't touch that shit. Get off my toast. God, I've never even tried it. Ugh. It's uh, it's definitely not for everybody. I yeah. I, I, I do like I it. I love it. I, I do like it. it a lot. Yeah. I love it on toast or uh, anything. Or I, like, I, lo- I love getting like those. I don't know. At the supermarket, you can sometimes like find those coffee. like little croissants, okay. and I really like toasting those, like cutting them in half and putting mm. either. I love I love Nutella, but I prefer there's like other brands that isn't. It's not Nutella. I can't remember. Like, Chocolate hazelnut spread by Shaw's. Yeah, or, <laughs> <laughs> by Shaw's. Was, uh, there's also a, a delightful. My favorite is the biscotti spread. Oh, bi- no! Friggin' no, love that. No, no, biscotti. Biscoff. 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 Yeah, Biscoff. Is That's what I mean. God tier. Oh my god, I love that stuff so much. I would, I would spread that on everything if I could. Mortadella can I, spread. Can I, oh my oh, god. <laughs> Nothing like meat fat chunks. Mm, I'd, I'd actually eat that. I, I eat the hell out of that. Uh, so I, I have a, a fun meat little, paste. a fun little aside. So that same uh, old job that I used to have, where people—I mean, one person complimented me on my Australian sure, accent. Not people. So that was actually where I first ever had Biscoff because somebody that I worked with bought the Biscoff and brought it into the kitchen, and I saw it, and I'm like, "What the hell is cookie spread? Yeah, that sounds amazing. Is that for breakfast? What do you do with that? It's for all? It's for time. everywhere? And I, I was like, can I? have some and they're like yeah you're so weird and so i was like okay so then i just took a spoon and i had some and i i immediately bought a jar the next day that biscoff stuff is so friggin' good it's eric, just like eric graham biscoff? cracker spread huh eric biscoff eric biscoff <laughs> i don't know eric, wrestling eric, eric biscoff? Yeah. Oh, okay oh eric biscoff he's around sure. wcw oh my god yeah. supposedly that's that's a name that takes yeah. me back Takes takes you in the way back, like our snack attack. Yes. So that, folks, has been our answers. And now it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's Octopon of this. Tell me the snacks you hate. Tell me the ones that you think suck. I mean, tell me the ones you like, too. I, I like that as well. But, you know, answer the question. You know, let's not dodge answer that. Answer the damn question. Don't dodge the question here. Answer the question, you jerk! You! John McEnroe. Jerk. Reference there. So if you want <laughs> to chat... Question. 
if you want to chat about the show or anything retro, you can always reach us in our Facebook group or uh, on not Instagram because that's a lie. Um, but you t- cannot be serious. You can't continue the John McEnroe thing. <laughs> um, or also Twitter. So check us out, uh, RetroRedoctobus on Facebook or at Redoctopus on Twitter. Or you can email us. You can be one of two people ever who's emailed us at redoctopus at gmail.com. Uh, so that being said, it is almost time to catch this horizon, but we're, we're going go to we're gonna go to one more thing before we say goodbye. Hey, you like old games? Yeah, yeah, so do we. But the thing is, there are new games that actually play like they're old games, but they're new. Anyway, it's time to check one of those out. This is Retro Nouveau. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Welcome to another edition of Retro Nouveau. Uh, So, you know, that's when I like to drop a little retro-styled game on your butts that uh, actually isn't retro. It actually came out recently. It It just looks like it's old and cool and like the fun stuff we grew up with. Or at least we, if you're old, like us. Uh peoples but yeah so anyway this week this time uh i'm going to spotlight a little game i love personally and it is called blaster master zero it's a pretty awesome game it's developed and published by inti creates same company that did the gunvolt series and also the bloodstained curse of the moon game uh and soon to be the second uh curse of the moon game which is due oh out yeah very oh soon. yeah due out uh, very, in very like a cool. few days yeah it might even be out already by the time this airs um, so, Blaster Master Zero released on Windows, uh, the Nintendo 3DS, and the Switch on March 9th, 2017, but finally was brought to the PS4 just recently. That was June 29th, 2020, and uh, this, is a, this is a game that I actually got to play when it came out because, at the time, Boss Rush was a proud Switch owner, which he's no longer... I wouldn't go that far. Uh, he was a he was a, a, I was a, a switch fair owner. Weather, he had one. A fair weather switch owner, uh, and he had this game. I and saw the I saw the commercial or the the announcement for Metroid Prime Four and said okay, and then ta fooled you. So I said fuck you. I'm selling this. <laughs> yes, he did. That's what he said. Uh, but before he did that, um, he actually let me play uh, Blastmaster Zero, and it was really funny because like every week we come here, you know, well before quarantine, of course, we're meeting every single week. And we would do like uh, when we would do band, we would do you know Enchanted Exile was our band, and and we would do that or whatever we're working on. And not everybody is working on the same stuff at the same time. So like there there was like probably a period of like four or five weeks that I you brought this over and I played through the whole game and like I I came one item away from hundred percenting it. And uh, and so it was close. it was so good. It was so fun. So I I really loved it, and I really wanted to get it. And of course, I did not have a switch. Did not plan to get a switch. Uh, still don't have a switch, but I do have a PS4, and I just was able to pick this up on Monday because it just actually came out Kapow. two days ago. So I'm currently playing through it uh, for my second playthrough, and I'm uh, I'm I'm I just beat level three, so I'm I'm a little ways into it, but just an incredibly fun game. Yeah, level tree, a level super, super fun game. It is a reimagining of the NES classic game Blaster Master, if you hadn't figured it out by now. And it's easily one of the greatest remakes I personally have ever played and could totally have been mentioned, I think, on that awesome episode of Retro Gamia you guys just did. I think it would have fit quite nicely. Totes. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I mentioned that. Oh, so you it, did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. such an awesome, awesome remake. It really is. It is, like, a more accessible, I think, version of that game you know why it has a map well th- that's it that's has very true. Table up 
and it's back, back in the full upright position as tray table up. It's back in the, in the full upright position. In Sophia the Third, and that's um, who. Yeah, yeah. The, the original game is very difficult. I w- I personally was never able to beat it. I know uh, Boss Rush can go through that game no problem. Mm-hmm. Burns um, good at it. I love that game. I played it a lot, and I just never was able to beat it. Um, I could get pretty far, but I could never do it. So anyway, uh, it's basically um, really before you know before the term was coined obviously it's, it's basically a, a metroidvania it's like this exploration type platforming game with this giant connected level very much like metroid um and it um you know the main player player that you control is basically a car it's like this tank car um tank car. and you can uh, it's a tank car and uh you uh you pilot this this cool vehicle sophia the third is the name of the the, the vehicle um and you can like play half the game as that and then there's some overhead view uh section so basically what i thought i would mention for people who might not be familiar at all with this game or the original is i want to actually um i want to get to the uh the the story of these games because it's it's sort of infamously hilarious i think everybody sort of who knows the game remembers this but the original american story uh the japanese is actually completely different story it was called metafight it wasn't called blaster master and sophia the third was actually the name of the planet they were on it wasn't even the name what? of the car the, the name of the car was like the metal fighter or it was something like that it wasn't it wasn't sophia the third that was the planet and right. the main character was different. Like, everything was totally, totally different. Weird. But in the American version, they added, like, a brand new story. And it's it's got great graphics. It's, like, such a charming opening story with no words, just pictures. And what happens is... Uh, so... <laughs> it's so bonkers. So, you see a, uh, a boy, and he's got a, he's got a pet frog. And he's like, he's, like, hanging out with his pet frog. And then the frog... Uh, escapes the glass enclosure that he's uh, he's in and hops uh, through the house and directly into the boy's backyard. And then onto a barrel of improperly disposed of radioactive waste. Yes, radioactive Ooh. waste that has been improperly disposed of in the boy's backyard and half only half buried. Amateur then the frog hour. touching touching the improperly disposed of radioactive waste uh, canister, it grows and becomes a FOUS. That's a frog of unusual size, though, frankly, I don't believe they exist. Then it hops. A and then it hops into a giant hole. Uh, just, just a huge hole, big rabbit hole, like thousands of feet deep. You, you know, I can't see the bottom of that shit. Yes, in the boy's backyard. You know, all of this is just back there. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's actually the, uh, the, the, the hole from. It's the gate from the movie The Gate. I think that's what it actually was. But so, uh, so of course, as a boy who's just lost his beloved pet frog, what are you going to do? So the boy, whose name is Jason, by the way, he uh, he hops into this giant hole, uh, you know, and disappears, falling, you know, hundreds of feet, thousands, who knows, uh, and you know, I lost my place. Uh, so, he, so he lands on. You're his still butt. falling. He lands on his butt <laughs> in an in, impractically in expansive cavern where someone has parked what might just be the most badass vehicle in all gaming history. It's half tank. It's half car. It's got keys in the ignition and a full tank of gas. It's Sophia the Third. And so Jason dons the matching pilot suit, which just happens to be inside Sophia the Third. And in his he, size. Yes, in his exact size and helmet and, and all that stuff. And he blasts off to adventure. Uh, bah, 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 bah. All, all to save his, his pet frog. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like that's 
I mean, that's really what else? What can I mean, you say that about is that, that is that? that is the hero's journey right there. I it mean, is. this is how it starts, <laughs> right. people. It's got to go somewhere. It's, classic. This is, it's, it's also very classic literature. Yeah. Anything radioactive is like so eighty. Oh, totally. I mean, the right. ooze, right? You know, turtles too. Oh yeah, totally. Or, you know, totally. Totally. Right? Um, like, yeah. Actually, if you really want to go back, it's very fifties. All the like everything in the fifties was all giant mutants and all yeah, from, like like them. All, it was all nuclear fallout stuff and mm-hmm. radiation, and because they didn't really understand what radiation did. So well, because Godzilla attacked in real life and yeah. then everybody That's was like happened, holy right. shit let's make then, movies then, about it and then madame yeah. curie died and i was like oh shit right yeah. <laughs> and then like oh radioactivity is dangerous yeah and then the beast from ten thousand, from twenty thousand fathoms showed up and he's like attacking lighthouses and stuff it's, and then devil was, fish came around yeah, it was a whole thing it was a whole thing but uh, anyway so obviously like plots very silly that the you know the point of it is to save your pet frog of all things but who honestly that doesn't was even Blaster miss Master, you you know and it didn't really matter it just was it just was like sort of so crazy that it it almost helped it like the original story from what i could glean of it in the japanese version it probably it was better but it was also way more forgettable it was just nothing it was just their standard sci-fi fare this is so nuts that you'll never forget it. And also, right. let's be right. honest, it shows you a few cutscenes and it, it gets the point across and then it gets out of your way. Yeah. Like, and it's it, done. it doesn't need exactly. to be there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can skip it too and you just get into it and it really is a very unique game because you're controlling uh, a vehicle. Right. Uh, but anyway, so so because I love love this series and love this uh, this goofy mystery science the- theaterable plot. So in the new one, um, Blaster Master Zero, what it does is it combines plots of, and I love this, Elements and character names from the original game, what I was just describing. Uh, the Worlds of Power novelization. Oh my God, there's a book. There is a uh, very lame book. There is. That I one time I bought for 99 cents and gave to Boss Rush. That's Mark. right. And uh, also elements of the Japanese version of the game, Metafight. And most of that is like the character designs. They look more similar to that game. And there's also a girl character. Uh, in this, her name is Eve. That I know that is not her character's name Eve. in the Japanese meta fight, but I can't remember what it was. But anyway, so uh, what I thought I would do is uh, read you the uh, the opening crawl uh, story of the new game because I just love, bum, I love bum, this shit. Bum, 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 so, okay, so now we know bum, what happened bum, in the original. Bum, bum, so, boy, frog. Okay, so this is like, all right, we're going to pay tribute, but we're going to make it a little bit better, but still be stupid. All right. It's not the greatest so in the world this is actually what it says this is the actual text from the game's uh, opening story it says in the near future on planet earth many kinds of creatures once coexisted on this verdant planet but after countless wars and untold environmental destruction the planet was plunged into an ice age and humanity was left with no choice but to migrate en masse underground when the ice age finally came to an end humanity began developing methods while they were living underground to one day restore their planet to the lush green landscape it once was. During this time, a large mysterious comet comet fell to the earth, but the progress of restoring their lost ecosystem was coming along well, and humanity was eventually able to live on the surface once again. Several hundred years have passed since then. Enter a young man named Jason Frudnick. A genius in the field of robotic engineering. One day he came upon a creature he had never seen before. No record of this creature existed. So with his interest in this mysterious creature peaked, or peakwood, as Greg would say, Jason named it Fred and began to observe it closely. But after some time had passed, it had found a way to escape. 
Jason gave chase, and before he knew it, it had stumbled into the subterranean world where humanity once resided. A large vehicles awaited him there. A large, this is like the point of the story where it's like, and five years ago, Ronnie James Dio, a singer in a rock and roll band. Ronnie James Dio, the human being. Yeah. A, a large vehicle awaited him there. Almost as if this vehicle, with the name Sophia the Third on the side, was inviting him inside. <clears throat> the door of the cockpit opened up. In order to bring Fred back, the- Jason hopped into Sophia the Third and set out on his adventure. There we go. Yes. Wow. Do, do, do. <laughs> so still bonkers, but you know a little bit, a little bit different. The, uh, I, I did actually like the way that they're like, okay, well, Fred is a creature he's never seen before from this like abandoned subterranean human world, right? So like, at least there's some reason that the creature has like more more than just sentimental value it attached to a frog, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's more people in my bed. I mean, I appreciate the effort. Um, but anyway, back to the game itself. The gameplay is everything I loved about the original Blaster Master with more of everything you'd want. There's more exploration. Now the map screen, as 8-Bit mentioned, uh, there's more weapons, more power-ups, and more Jason levels. Um, uh, as with the original game, every so often as you are platforming away with your shiny new tank car, you come across a small door that only can be accessed if Jason exits Sophia the Third and enters it himself. Here the game becomes totally different, you guys. Okay, like totally different. It, it becomes a top-down character shooter, which breaks up the gameplay, in my opinion, very nicely. In the original, this is where all the game's bosses were fought, and the components of Sophia the Third were acquired. Most of the components you would acquire... Uh, were things that would allow the vehicle to, um, you know, access new air- areas. You'd get stuff like, you know, you could make the, the thing hover. You could make it climb up walls and, you know, different stuff. Get a new shot to a break down jump. certain uh, barriers and, you know, things like that. Basically, always to let you progress to whatever the next area was. Do more um, better. Yeah. Get um, more farther. And and the neat thing is, like, what I l- always loved about Blastmaster is, like, the levels were not necessarily linear. So, like, I remember, like, level three or four, I think it was four, was actually behind where you started the game. Hmm. So you were, like, going forward, 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 and then you're like, okay, now I can climb walls. I can't go right anymore. Now I I can climb walls, but I can't figure out where to go with this this ability. You actually had to backtrack to the beginning original screen where you dropped down. Uh, It was actually a hover. You you would hover up. Yeah, it was a hover. Yeah. Okay, I thought you would go up. I th- you do go up, but you hover up to you know platforms that you only get if you had like you know hover ability to go higher than your normal jump. Um, okay, but you, don't you, you eventually hover. get to the point where you have to climb up that? Yes, that wall? but that's not for level four. Okay, well that's what I'm talking about. So the number is wrong, but that's that's what you do. You get back to the beginning and then you climb up the wall. What what's levels over there then? Five. Fourteen, teen. Uh, I, I thought that was four. You, That's what you, I thought. You, you get the hover for four, but you yes. get the wall climb for a different thing. Okay. Well, I think. Yeah. Well, I think, anyway. Well, then you uh, get the I dive think, I think, to go into level five, and then oh, I think from it there. Oh, rhymes. Okay. Because you got the time. Either way. Okay. <laughs> that level, whatever number it is, right, is completely not linear. But the, the, but you have the to backtrack the entire well, yeah, that's... game and then crawl up the. Th- you would never even think there was anything over there. I would never. It's even just think where you drop down and then you go left or you go right, and that's it. And you'd never think of that again. And like, it's like, yeah, well, that's where you got to go. You got to go up and climb up that wall. It's like freaking insane. Like, what other game did that? No games did that at the time. And that's like, you know. One of the reasons why I think that game was so tough, like you, but you could learn it, you know, and go through yep. it. But anyway, 
Really cool. Very cool. Um, so this game does the same thing. Um, so there are more, there are like extra Jason levels that um, give you either nothing. Sometimes like you're just exploring stuff. Like sometimes there's nothing there. Sometimes there's like uh, a component like for your shot or, or something, but it's not going to necessarily let you progress further in the game and there's like, there's like sub weapons and stuff too yeah, but yeah. And they added sub weapons to so, Sophia, so, yeah so there's a, which there's is a lot awesome of, lot of so you have find. like another button and it'll do sub weapons so you can always like you know upgrade your main shot it can do different things and then the sub weapon can do like all sorts like of landmine like missile, like missiles grenade, like all sorts of stuff there's one that's like remote you, control you like shoot you shoot like a bolt of lightning like straight down underneath the car so you sort of get right used to like jumping over enemies and hitting it at the right time that's really fun it is fun um um, but so anyway, it's it's all really more of what you loved about the original, just just more. It's just all more better, awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, makes exploration more fun, in my opinion, since you need to check everywhere and get every little map square, much like in any good Metroidvania, like Symphony of the Night or something like that. Um, so Blaster Master Zero, along with the sequel, they are available right now for the PS4 for a meager price of only ten dollars each. And if you love the original, or if you love sprite-based Metroidvanias, or any sort of a platformer that looks as brand and made with love, uh, definitely pick up this awesome game. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give this one 10 out of 10, Tank Trashing Tentacles. I love this game. Hell yeah. The only thing I will say in its detriment is that it is way too easy. Basically, you don't even die. It's like, it's like... It's just yeah. pathetic. It's super right. easy. Um, also, also, pro tip, make sure you get all the health upgrades and all the items because you'll beat the game and you'll think you get everything, but you got to get that hundo percent you to catch get them the all. true last level. Right. Make sure you do that. It's worth it. It's worth it, you guys. It's worth it, you guys. Chilly ten tank smashing tentacles out of ten. Yeah, and if you like it, I mean, there is the second one, like I said, and they, they both released on the same day, both ten bucks, so awesome. Also very good. So good. Played both, loved both. Suggest both. Recommend both. Nice, man. Good spotlight. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. So, that, other than, well, I guess before we end, if there's anything anyone wants to promote. Sure. Go, Josef. Um, Again, I have a YouTube channel called Nintendo 25. Check me out. I do lots of unboxing videos. Mostly unboxing videos. Um... What else do I do? Oh, occasionally vlogs. I, I do. I'm like, I did this thing today. Yeah, I, I did this. I this folded cool my socks. Cool thing. Here's a video. And uh, just recently, well, not super recently, but we did an interview with Paul Niemeyer, who was the original illustrator for the Mortal Kombat uh, cabinet art, yeah. which yeah. was really fun. So I highly suggest you guys checking that out. You were also on an interview yourself, are you not? Yes, I was interviewed for this YouTube channel called uh, Super Mega Retro Brothers or something like that. Um, that was a very short interview. It was only about an hour long. Um, and I was also in another uh, interview with Video Game Dust Leaves, which will be out sometime in September, awesome. I was told. That's sweet. So, yeah. Nice. Very cool. Lots to look forward yes. to there. Cool. Sick. Anybody else? Yeah, I, uh, I'm actually going to uh, promote a little. Uh, it's it's an online event that we're doing um, that uh, my my author self, my my AKA Steve Van Sampson, uh, and some people call me that. Um, uh, it's called the On Air Book Fair, and it is going to be happening July 16th at 7 p.m. 
and it's going to be broadcast uh, simulcast live on Facebook and on YouTube, and it's being put on by. Um, it's hosted by Narrow Street Films, and it's going to be super cool. There is thirteen authors. One of them is me. That's not lucky. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. I was uh, I'm looking for some names for you because I want to list some names, some uh, some some cool peeps. And uh, I'm having trouble. Throw them, uh, so, throw them peeps out. So we got um, authors include Peggy Trainer, Tim Baird, me, um, Syria Como, Stephen Lomer, Charles. Um, I'm gonna screw up his name. Charles Micelli, I think. Uh, Aaron Ricey, Melanie Cherniak, Kari Lamore, and dude named Steve Van Sampson. So it's pretty cool. We're going to be the, just talking about yeah. our books and hanging out and um, playing book trailers, uh, except for me because I don't actually have one of those. Uh, and uh, a, a book yeah. trailer? Yeah, book trailers. Is thing. that a thing? It's a thing, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a oh thing. Pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, you oh, should post cool. about it so on, the, check it out. Uh, on the page. It's, yes. uh, it's yeah. July 16th, 7 p.m. Um, look up the On Air Book Fair on Facebook, and you will definitely find it. On the air early Facebook late fair. night live show is what you can actually look up. That's the name of the page. The early late night live show. That's a name right there. Early Sweet. Late night mm-hmm. live show. Boss Rush, anything? No, I'm a useless piece of shit. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. You know, I just <laughs> want to make sure. Give you a chance. Um, and I'm a pit alchemy. I have a YouTube channel as well. I do some commission work, and I'm always happy to talk to people about doing custom 8-bit NES-style music for you all. Uh, I have a potential upcoming project that I'm working on with with Justin Cooper, but I have to kind of keep it a secret because it's uh, it's not announced yet. But it's going to be very exciting. It's going to push the limits of uh, what I've personally done. So it's going to be exciting. I just got to find time for that. Take but it uh, to the limit. One more one time. More time. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, push it to the limit. Walk along a razor's edge. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking <laughs> Steve's just doing the the like. You know, I'm waiting for like, my moment. <laughs> oh, he quacked. He was doing the thing like in fighting games where they're just like idly standing there and like lifting their legs up and down. I don't know what to call that. The ready stance. He was very ready. Um, so anyway, he's ready to quack. He's going to quack his pants. Release the quacking. Release the quacking. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. That wraps up this episode. If you haven't jumped ship by now, I'm really not sure why. We certainly hope that you enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all things that made growing up so great. Like snacks. If you liked what you heard, please hit the subscribe button. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Send us your love. Just just be awesome and keep being awesome because you all are and we love you. So, um, as well as being a part of the Inebriard Podcast Network, Retroidoctopus is also a full-fledged member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. So, if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like The Amalgophiles, a show that I'm a huge fan of, uh, Throwdown Thursday, Wicked Horror Show, Super Retro Throwback Reviews, Shack Bites. I mean, we talked about Shark Bites in this episode. You gotta listen to Shack Bites. Um, and for more information or to subscribe to any of us or, or these great shows, please li- please visit thedorkening.com. I have been your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and I will see you next time. Yeah!
Oh my god, you guys. We got through the entire snack episode and didn't mention Randy Carter one time. Huh.